By starting again. There it is. You're doing the show. Hey, we are live. Fish, 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 are you extra happy today because of the Raiders? They seem to be on their way to maybe, maybe getting to the playoffs. What do you think? They have to win out, you know, and they had to win out last year. We won even four games. They have to win out, and they got some winnable games. You got, I don't want to jinx it, but now you're going to have the John Wolford left Rams. Then you got the Mac Brown Patriots. Okay. Then you got the Kenny Pickett Steelers, Brock Purdy, 49ers, then Mahomes. With Cincinnati beating Kansas City yesterday, that last game between the Raiders and the Kansas City Chiefs here in Allegiant will mean something. But you know what? You know, we're going to ask you with these. I, I like to get great play calls. And right. he is feeling it. Take it Flea flicker. Going to throw it deep. Has a man open. Devontae Adams. Touchdown. Love that. Great play. Love the flea flicker. Still going? Yeah. Nope. We're having major computer issues here, buddy, in Las Vegas. So I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Okay. No, it, it's looking fine I here. Streamyard, maybe. I think Streamyard. I think Streamyard is uh is being bugged on my end. Let's keep going. All right. Um, let's let's talk about the uh, 49ers and the uh, Miami Dolphins. Uh, uh, I thought it was a great game, except Miami just kind of came up short. Uh, of course, the the bad thing for the 49ers, 49ers defense was great, but they lost Garoppolo. They lost Garoppolo for the season, a broken foot. Uh, does that end their season as far as you're concerned, Fish? I don't know. I made the number one defense in the league, but you got Brock Purdy. It's mentioned the kid. He's, he's Mr. Irrelevant. Last pick draft. Can your defense carry him? Yeah, but what's going to happen is he had no reps going into that, you know, in practice going to the, to the Dolphin game. But now defensive coordinator is going to get them on film. So, yes, it affects their season. I like – right now I like Seattle winning that division. Okay. Uh, in fact, it just broke. Uh, the 49ers just signed uh, Josh Johnson off the Broncos uh, practice squad. This is his third stint with the 49ers. That's going to change Super Bowl everything. championship. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. Now, now, let me, let me ask Journey you this. Could Brock, could Brock Purdy become the next Tom Brady? We'll find out. I mean, <laughs> hey, you know what? Look, look what Cooper Rush did with Dallas this year. Went four and one. So, I yeah. mean, the backup. Look at Brissett played very well for your wife's Cleveland Browns. I know they were four yeah. and seven in Deshaun Watson's absence, but it wasn't all his fault. Uh, Cleveland's defense stinks. But um, except for yesterday. I mean, the Houston yeah. Texans have to be one of the worst teams I've ever seen in pro football history. They're that bad. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so Eagles and uh, Cowboys uh, seem to be making some statements there. Uh, you think they're the two best teams in the NFC? What? You know what? Yes. Now the 49ers have that major injury. Why has the national media come out this morning and say that the Dallas Cowboys have a 50% chance to make the Super Bowl and Philadelphia 30%? There's no zero confidence or respect for the Philadelphia Eagles. So big deal. Dallas beat Indianapolis Colts, who has a high school coach now, and Jeff Saturday. Figures, they beat the Raiders, and they lose the rest of their games. It's just the way it goes. I don't get it, but they're both loaded. I, I think I think Jalen Hurts right now is one of the, the top contenders for MVP. Great skill yep. position players. Plus does, too. So it's going to be a good little race going down to the end. But, yes. I think Dallas – I had I said last week on the show that the 49ers and the Eagles were going to be in the NFC Championship game. You know, might because of injuries have to rethink that. Yeah. Yeah, I thought the Eagles were really good against the Titans yesterday, even though the Titans are a bit banged up. Uh, but to me, what a revenge game for A.J. Brown. Oh, my God, after being traded to the Eagles. Um I, I love the Eagles' defense. Uh, they certainly closed down the run. I, I don't know if it's – if 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 it's a game that just puts them over the top, because I do think the Titans are banged up. Uh, but right now, I, the Eagles are my my favorite, and I would put them ahead of the Cowboys because they've already beaten the Cowboys. They got them one more time, so um, I, I would go with that. Uh, but game of the day could have been Chiefs and the Bengals. 
I love that game. I love watching it. I love what went on. I love what both teams did. Yeah, with the Chiefs losing, that gives Buffalo, as of today, the number one seed in the conference. But <laughs> quietly, quietly, and it shouldn't be quietly, the Cincinnati Bengals, I think, are playing the best football. And Joe Mixon is even in there. They got a couple of defensive guys out. Joe Burrow on that third and 11 to seal the game when he hit T. Higgins. It was either T. Higgins or Tyler Boyd. Yeah. What a time he threw. T. Yeah. Higgins. And, he, and Jamar Chase? They won a lot of games without Jamar Chase. It's a three-team race in the AFC right now, and I'm not going on a limb here. Buffalo, Kansas City, and Cincinnati. What a, it was a great game. Joe Burrow's a stud. Yeah, he really is. And you're right, because they, you know, they finally opened up the offense to let him throw the ball at different times, where before they were just kind of running the ball. And the fact that they let him do that on that third down to seal the game, that was brilliant. And he was great. Uh, all right, uh, Saints and Buccaneers tonight on Monday Night Football. We'll have the hard lines pick a little later on. But uh, what are you looking for tonight? Because that this is going to be an interesting game. Yeah, we, we, you and I talked about it on the phone this morning that there's in 2020, the then the Washington Redskins won a division at seven and nine. You got Tampa Bay is five and six and in first place in that division. You know, the yeah. Carolina Panthers are four and eight. They have a legitimate chance because they have a very good defense of all those teams in that division between Atlanta, Carolina, New Orleans, and Tampa to sneak in there. But it's a big game. Saints, since beating the Raiders 24-0, have been garbage. And I, I, you know, I, Tom Brady, I, I, I can't get a fix in that team. I think, you know, I think they miss Bruce Arians as a head coach. I really do. And that's part of the problem. 17-10 tonight, I think, Tampa Bay. But on the other hand, as you know, New Orleans has their number. Yeah, lately they have. Um, you know, I'm wondering too with with the way that division is, if they keep knocking everybody off, and the the leader of the division is under 500, what does that do for the rest of the conference? Does that mean that you've 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 got to be 11 and six to get into the playoffs if you're not in that division? Well, it helps the rest of the conference because that means there's not two teams there. There's not a team. If let's say Tampa is 11 and six and and the Saints are 11 and six are tied, so one goes as in a wild card. You're going to get one team out of that division. Which, yeah. What I don't like, and I'm going to ask your opinion on this, is let's say Tampa gets in and they're seven and 10 or eight and nine. They get a home playoff game. I think you got to receive the whole thing. It's not fair that a team like that gets a home playoff game and a team that's 11 and six has to go on the road. Don't you agree? I agree. I agree. I think if you're under 500, you don't, you don't get a home game. Yeah, absolutely. They should think about that. We'll tell them that. All right, folks. Hey, welcome to Daily Fish coming to you from Vegas and Myrtle Beach. I'm John Daly. He is Eric Snyder. We also have the hard line with John Hardison from the Cost of Winning podcast. He is not going to be here today due to some travel, but we will have his sports betting advice. Just a reminder uh, on that. Uh, on January 12th, right here, we will have Brian Cranston on with us live. And uh, so make sure to tune in. Mark that on your calendar. Breaking Bad's Brian Cranston is going to be back with us again. We've had him on before. You can go check our show. It was Daily Fish no show number 13. Cranston was on there with us. Had a great time. You'll love hearing from him again. We'll hear what he's up to. And we're also going to hear about what his thoughts are on different sports, especially in the L.A. area. Folks, you got questions or comments, drop them in the chat box. Or if you're not watching us live, you can email us at dailyfish1, the number one, at gmail.com. All right, Fish, let's talk a little college football. The final four, Georgia, Michigan, TCU, and Ohio State. You agree with that? I do. I do. And, I, of course, you get Nick Saban's the biggest advocate of a 14 playoff. He has two losses, and he's butthurt. But for argument's sake and have conversation, when you're Alabama, you play seven teams in the top 15, you do have a tougher schedule than, than Ohio State. But it goes by wins and losses. And Ohio State, look, my, whole, my wife's from Ohio. Everyone's drunk. They're, they're ecstatic. They did get their ass kicked by Michigan. They did. You know, yeah. I would have been upset if TCU didn't make it because they did play a bunch of teams in the top 15, and that was a brilliant game. If you didn't watch Kansas State and TCU on oh. Saturday, you, you missed an ESPN classic. This Max Duggan kid, is he's got the messy red hair. He looks like he's he should be stoned and surfing with Todd Marinovich in L.A. somewhere. Right? <laughs> <laughs> he's, got, he's got blood everywhere, and the silent reporter, Jenny Tess, said he's got 15 cuts. He won't take oxygen. Just a brilliant game. No, I'm, I'm very happy with it. What do you think? I'm right with you. I uh, When TCU lost, I was like, oh, man, they're probably not going to put them in there. But I still think they deserve it. Um, uh, I, I think it was one of the games we called last week. We said it was going to be a, a decent game. 
Um, and, you know, give Kansas State a lot of credit because Kansas State, to me, had the best quarterback in college football this year, Adrian Gonzalez. And, or is it Ramirez? I'm drawing a blank on his name now. But man, he was fabulous. He got uh, hurt. it was Mar- it was Martin it was it was Martinez, John. It was Martinez. Martinez. You, 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 okay. know. <laughs> you know, I get all those Irish guys mixed up, you know. But um I I think it's perfect. Uh, I think it's really good. Let me ask you let me ask you this. Do you do you think Max now gets more ratings than the Heisman? Boy, it's a two t- I, I love Caleb Williams. I love both of them had emotion. Yeah. Both cried a- after the game. Caleb Williams played with a very significant hamstring injury. They just announced they're playing Tulane. I'm shocked. That's a that's not a good matchup for Tulane in a major bowl game. USC. He might not make it. I will tell you this. All right, making the playoffs is a huge money money grabber for the four teams. They make millions of dollars off the TV. SC USC lost millions by losing to Utah. And then Lincoln Roddy comes out and says, we deserve to be there. No, you don't. You didn't play that many teams in the top 15, and you lost a a team twice. But I think Caleb Williams is going to win the Heisman Trophy. It'll be a close race. But my God, John, we're seeing guys we never thought, like a Cam Risling out of Utah, like the Dorian Thompson kid out of UCLA. You just aforementioned Max Duggan. They're going to be – I can't wait to do our draft show with Chris Landry. I guarantee it's going to be seven or eight quarterbacks going in the first or second round, guaranteed in 2023. I agree. I agree. Absolutely. All right. Um, l- let me ask you or this or give you a little bit of uh, news breaking. Shadur Sanders is going with his dad, primetime, to Colorado, maybe the next quarterback uh, in, um, in, in, at the University of Colorado, the Buffaloes. Why am I drawing a blank on where they're where they're Boulder, they're in Boulder, Colorado. Um, what, what do you what do you think about that? I I actually think I, it's really I, cool. I, I fucking love it because you know what Boulder, Colorado reminds you of. What was that city? That fictional city in Blazing Saddles, and here comes Cleavon Little. You know, <laughs> where are the white women at? A lot of white women in Boulder, Colorado. <laughs> that is, he's gonna. And that, I watched his press conference. He addressed the players and said, "Get in the transfer portal right now." If, yeah. if you don't want to stay here, he is not only is this guy a winner, Deion Sanders, look what he's done to Jackson State. They went undefeated this year. They're going to win. And yeah. everywhere he's gone, he's won a player. He's a great coach and he's a great recruiter. And his son is terrific. I watch a lot of Jack. I watch their game uh, against uh, Southern University on, on Saturday. And they, it's, it's a great move and good for him. I'll tell you what's great about it. Not only is going to get a recruiting class in, but USC and UCLA go to the Big Ten. Or the Big 12, whatever you call it. What's what's Ohio State? The Big Ten? The Big 12 Big is my, my conference. Tech. When they go in 2024, he's going to dominate. I, I, yeah. I, I'll I make a prediction. I'll bet you he's there less than his contract. There's no way an NFL team doesn't grab Deion Sanders. You think so? Wow, that's interesting. Um, my Why? thought is yeah. he's probably just perfect for college. I don't know if he would be. Uh, it, it, I, that's a different thing. Okay, that, I think he's great. Point. I think he's great for the pros. The pros love street cred, and there's no one better than prime time. And he, yeah. he relates to the players, and he's a leader. And he walk yeah. in that locker room and say, "I'm one of the greatest defensive backs of all time," you know. And the Jeff Saturday narrative didn't help anyone, you know. You saw the, the debacle oh, happening there. So yeah. Dion is is going up the going up that tree of coaching, and 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 I'm a big big fan of this, and good for Colorado. They've had a good coach since Bill McCartney with Salinesi yeah. back when. God, Cordell Stewart back in way in the eighties and nineties. Yeah. Good program, yeah. great city. He's gonna he's gonna love that place. All right. Well, we'll be watching that. That's for sure. All right. Next topic. We're gonna talk about. There's a soccer match going on somewhere, and uh, man, the crowds that are watching in the U.S. Uh, tell me what you're seeing because you're you're over at Chuck's Tavern over in Las Vegas. You're there all, all night, and all night is when a lot of the games are on. Are you seeing a lot of people coming in? Seven, eight people walk in. Can you play fish? Put on Fox. Six wow. o'clock. I, I knew it was on. South Korea and, and Portugal. You know, a lot of them are girls because, you know, Ronaldo, not only is he gorgeous. By the way, did you hear Saudi Arabia offered him $360 million for yeah. contract? It was, it was yeah. for that and from the play in the live, too. Play in the live, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it, it, it's great. The ratings are great. It's, it's sad because the United States, you know, we just can't build a team. We have 
one of the best young players in the world in Christian Pulisic. We lost. The Netherlands are great, but some of the teams that didn't advance, if you were to tell me Germany would not make it out of the, into the knockout round, who's the other one that didn't make it? Uh, Mexico. My God. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you have two powerhouses, but they're still great. It's still great. And, and again, I mean, people, again, I have, I have customers, I won't mention names. Some have been on the show before, BT. <laughs> give me the, uh, the initial. I hate soccer. And they get pissed. He walked out of the bar because I had people want to watch soccer. I go, we're 9.5% of the world population. Everyone plays soccer everywhere else. You don't have to like the sport, but just respect the fact that other people do, and they're not Americans, okay? No, you're right. And at the same time, too, it, it's become a lot more popular, I think, because of social media. You know, if you think about it, you know, we, you know, our pages that you and I have that we even have for Daily Fish here, um, we have people on our pages from different countries and they have different opinions and feelings. And that's for a lot of us, that's our sports news now. So we're, we're getting to hear more about that. Uh, and plus, a lot of Americans are playing soccer. Uh, a lot of people are getting involved in in the politics that are going on. Look at the, you know, we talk about the war in Ukraine. You and I have talked about that in Russia and everything that's going on over there. We even had the you know, whole Iran thing that was going on. Um, what just happened this morning was amazing. Um, a Turkish broadcaster was removed from the Turkish broadcast, from the state-run broadcast, because he mentioned a retired Turkish player who became a political opponent of the current president, Erdogan. and he got removed right in the middle of the game because he talked about this previous really good player in Turkey and that he had done something maybe about 11 years ago because he mentioned his name, just what he did 11 years ago. He got removed from there. So think of the intrigue that that's actually happening here be, because of the FIFA World Cup. Let's talk about this. Talk about, if you ever think as much as we talk about the maladies of this country that many, many of the Iranian players had their houses ransacked when they lost to us and they have to fear yeah. for their lives in Colombia years ago, John, you remember the goalie that was shot and killed because he gave yep. up a goal in the yep. quarterfinals. They take this thing very serious. We don't, you know, we don't go after when Derek Carr throws three picks and a pick six and loses, you don't have guys threatening their lives. Maybe they do. We don't hear about it. It's that big and it's, and it's brutal oh, that, they, okay. that these players have to go through that. But you're right. I mean, look what happened in Turkey. Look, this sport is so huge and so popular because it's their national sport. We have a lot of national. We have basketball, football, baseball here, right? And everyone has their own niche with their own sports. I think another thing about soccer, why I think it's popular, even though we don't like ties and small scoring. You look at the USA Netherlands match with little stoppage time. You're in and out in two hours. Our yeah. biggest, our biggest criticism of baseball is the game is three hours and forty minutes, and you don't have to watch it. That's going to change next year with the pitch clock. You watch. It'll make it a lot more available to watch. But who wants with three hours and 40 minutes to watch anything other I than agree. porn? <laughs> well, that's true. As long as it's slow, that ain't boring. All right, good. Let's move on to a little bit of binge watching. What are you binge watching now, buddy? You know, we lost this. You know, so sometimes we, we we had a great segment in our old format, um, binge watching. And I just, I, I, I said, John, I watched something. And I watched the entire eight episodes in one day. That's just the kind of life I had. All right, let's go back to a show real quick that was just cutting edge and way ahead of its time when we were younger called The Adams about this fandom that really deified death, okay? Well, now let's fast forward to, to, to present. Their daughter, they had, a, they had a family. It was Gomez and Morticia. <laughs> they cousin it. They the thing which was a hand. Two kids, Pugsley and Wednesday. Wednesday is now in high school. Our times Tim Burton takes over this franchise, you know, him from oh my god, uh, Edward Scissorhands, great director. Wednesday, in the first episode, Pugsy gets Pugsy the kid gets by the members of the swim team that look like Johnny Lee, except with blonde hair, gorgeous kids, right? So, what does she do? She goes home, she gets her pet piranhas, right? Dumps <laughs> them in a swimming pool when these kids are having a swim meet, they bite their balls off. She gets sent to Nevermore. So, imagine this. Nevermore, it's, in other words, the Adams family is dealing with mixing the macabre and death with Harry Potter. And it's how things happen at this school. It's incredible. I don't want to say anymore. I've talked too much. I've never talked too much about binge watching anything. But even if you didn't watch the Adams family, the dry humor in this thing and the death and the destruction is fantastic. What are you watching? So, so, 
Well, let me ask you this. So somebody that wouldn't be into that genre, would they like, would they watch it? Cause like, um, stranger things, I, I, that wasn't, I wasn't into that genre, but I watched it and it was brilliant. Uh, and I always watch it. So if you're not into that genre, would you recommend that? Yeah. Cause this is stranger things. I've never seen things like that. I've never seen the sexual connotations with kids in a high school. That's for misfits, you know, get their brilliant and it, it you know, Catherine Zeta-Jones plays Morticia. We all know her from that. Luis yeah. Guzman is a great character actor. He plays Gomez. Jenny Ortega is a newcomer. She's 20 years old. So it's like she's 12. She plays Wednesday. I see Emmy nominations coming for writing and acting. And I'm excited I am about this. And right, it's not really my genre, but everyone texted me. You got to watch this thing. I watched it. Hey, I got eight hours. Boom. Cool. Uh, so what I'm binging is that I've gone back to the man in the high castle. That's our guest Stephen Root is in that. And he actually is the man in the high castle. And just so folks know, it's Nazis in the, in the Japanese win world war two, and they control the United States. This takes place in 1962. I, I think it's really worth watching because of some political themes that we're seeing today with, you know, Nazism and, you know, fascism and stuff like that. Um, but I also think it's worth watching because there's a chance, and, and you you mentioned this to me as well, that there may be a fifth season. They kind of cut it down to a fourth season and and ended it, but they want to try to get a fifth season because it's so popular. We're waiting to see. What are you hearing? Do you think it's going to come back? I think it's going to happen. Well, you, you, I don't want to give anything away. You know, Obviously, they, they try to tie that. I don't know what happened because the fourth season ended in such you know, with, with, uh, a deadlock of certain stories. And yep. the cliffhanger, you need a fifth season because you don't, you know what happens with the Japanese. You don't know what happens with the Nazis. I'm not giving anything away. It brilliantly acted. <laughs> Stephen Rude to have him on. He was so good. Everyone was that. Yeah. And, but the implications that I don't want to give it away. You said, if you watched it, it, you know, you think, wow, if this really happened, this could really happen. All right, cool. All right, it's time now for our famous fish memes of the week. We'll show you them, but if you're listening to us, we'll let you know what they are and when you finally get a chance to see. So what do you what do you have this week, Fish? Well, the, the first five memes I have, I get a lot of people to contact us and say, show us what it's like when you and John grew up. And this is an actual ad. Look at this ad. <laughs> the love rug strokes your bodies as you make love. That's David Hasselhoff. Okay, that's 1975. So in other words, what the, what he's probably doing is if you lay in that thing, you're, you're probably masturbating. I, I can't, I can't. I, I, the love rug is beautiful to look at to any level. Any other animal would do well. It's only $150 in your famous pure texture. Choose mink, lynx, or jaguar. I'm done. All right. How did John Daly and Eric Snyder to music when we were younger? We put these in our car. Remember oh, yeah. This, John? Absolutely. Those are cassettes. This Remember, John, this always happened. If you had a cassette and it got stuck in your car, you had to pull it out, you lost it. You know, that's yep. what they looked like. It was it was just, I mean, yeah, I, look, rest in peace. Um, what's your face died? Kristen McPhee died from Fleetwood Mac. Yeah, had a absolutely. lot of cassette tapes of Fleetwood Mac. What a great voice. And yep. I, I remember I remember I had Fleetwood Mac in the car with my girlfriend, and that and it started spewing out. You're done. You can't fix that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we good. showed this last week of Peter Jennings. One of my cousin's favorite managers is this guy, John Daly Noses, Jimmy Leland. Yeah. He wasn't even, he just sat that dug out and he's smoking a cigarette. I, I just love these, these, this old time stuff. Don Maynard was asked this. He goes, this is what this, we talk about safety and concussions are a big deal and the injuries are such prominent in the NFL. This is Don Maynard, a famous receiver from the Jets. That's what, yeah. that's what the face mask looked like that. Yeah. They have more yeah. broken noses and broken teeth like hockey players. Okay, John, we have a lot of – we have a big, big fan base in Philly. These are the Philly legends, but I can't think of the guy in the bottom, and I want people while we're doing this. I know Casey Evans is going to chime in. This is the 1978 great players in Philadelphia. Everyone knows Dr. J, right, John? The guy yep. is Ron Jaworski on the right. The guy yep. in the middle has the most famous son of any athlete. That's Tug McGraw. Absolutely. And his son is Grammy award-winning uh, uh, country singer Tim McGraw, also a great actor. Who's the yep. guy on the bottom? Don't 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 cheat. So I'm, I'm gonna I leave won't. that one. All right, we'll we'll get we'll get some. He's a goaltender, obviously for the Philadelphia Flyers. Check this out, me. Check this meme out, John, for everyone on Spotify. 
Women hate that men can just stand around like this for hours and be happy. It's from Bob's Burgers. Guys, <laughs> holding beer and standing at an engine, staring at an engine in a car. I love that. Yeah, that makes there, men happy. You know what? There's a lot of truth to that. I just, uh, you know, we have a couple of good friends, and the guys, we're just, we're just standing around, and the wives go, "Look at them! Look at them! They're just standing there. They're just standing there, and they're happy." So, but I'm right. the same way when I'm with you that way. So. And, you know, I love John, and we make fun of each other, and he's such a good sport, he takes it. But there's a reason why John always sits in the emergency exit on a plane, because this <laughs> might happen. <laughs> I don't uh, think sir, that you sit in the emergency exit, we, we, we might need you to pull the lever on the door in case of a, uh, an incident. <laughs> oh, okay. No, that's not in his lap. <laughs> All right, here's yeah. another one. This is That's Davis. Right. Mark Davis yesterday. He's always alone. This is him in the booth at the game against the Chargers yesterday. Is he rocking the cradle daily? What the hell wow. is this? Look at the chick wow. next to him. She's gorgeous. My they gosh, show him she talking is. to her. Yeah. yeah. I mean, she's drop dead gorgeous. Look at that. You know what that means? You got swag. If you could sport a haircut like that and have that kind of money and own, you can get that kind of women. I can't. I, we can't do that. <laughs> That's my memes, buddy, for the week. Those are good ones. All right. Love it. All right. Thanks for joining us here. Again, we're on Daily Fish. We talk sports, entertainment, and politics, everything in between, just like you do. No woke, no extreme, no social justice cops here. You got a problem with us? Just suck it up. Don't worry. You have questions or comments, drop them in the chat box. Or if you're not joining us live, you can email us at dailyfish, the number one, dailyfish1 at gmail.com. And again, just to remember, January 12th, 9.30 a.m. Pacific time, 12.30 p.m. Eastern time. We're going to have Breaking Bad's Brian Cranston back on again. If you want to see our first interview with Brian, go to the Daily Fish Show 13 on YouTube. It's Daily Fish Show 13 on YouTube. All right, now it's time for our schmuck swag and drink of the week. So let's start off with our schmuck of the week. Who do you got this week there, Fish? I wanted to, so we we go through famous headlines. I'm I'm tired of bagging on people. I get a lot of crap that says you bag on people. It's not nice in this culture. I don't give a shit what you think. I'm going to bag on people if they do something schmucky. We do newspaper columns daily and we do famous, you know, things stupid people say. I had to go through this. Just just in lieu of this guy right here. These are <laughs> these are considered the top 10, top seven stupid haircuts everyone's ever got. These are real haircuts. John, look at this guy. Spotify, Amazon, Stitcher. Look at this hair. This is that's a real guy. It looks like his head's a tomb. It's flat. Yeah. Goes straight down. I mean, I, I can't explain it. You've got to go on, viewers, you know, and take a look at this. Look at this haircut. Look at this. I called the tarantula. Wow. I, I can't believe that. This guy looks like he has a tarantula come out of it. It's a good looking kid, you know. Yeah. I mean, maybe. Okay, there's an old character from the say Pippi Longstocking. This is America's new Pippi Longstocking. Look at this one. Oh yeah, yeah. Actually, wow. I, that, that's kind of cute. That's kind of cute. I don't mind that. I, I, think... I, I, I can't. I can't. Well, yeah, it's got a pretty yeah. face. Yeah, it's got a pretty face. But you know, maybe I don't know. Maybe if you're if you're the stuff. Here's my prom date. Let's check out this nice mustache. Oh. <laughs> wow! 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 That's a guy with a with the basically. The Joan London look from 1970s, if you're watching. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't and, know what and look, at that, look at that mustache. Oh, my God. This one, this, I'm coming down past two, okay? Check out this one. I call this half head. <laughs> we got a little look at that. Crazy. Yeah. The barber like, says, like what a, do you want? He goes, I don't know. Something hard to choose between two things. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you really want to... And then this is the most creative thing I've ever seen in my life. I don't know how you make love to this. I call this hand hair. This chick, this girl, I can't, my wife doesn't want me to say the word chicks anymore, so I'll say broads. So this broad has <laughs> her hair like she has. Hands on her, like that. I mean, she's trying to touch herself with her hands. That's it. Now, That's is, my schmucky haircut. So is, are the hands oh. part of her hair? That's part of her hair. Her hair is her hand. Wow. You know, that's a lot. That's a lot of work. To, when she sleeps, she puts it into like a thing. I read some research. So she sleeps. She's got to sleep up and she puts it into like a like a, a cast for her hands so they don't move. I mean, that's a lot of work. How she wash her hair? I, I mean, it's sick. Yeah, you know, I think she's full yeah. of shit. 
I think those are extensions you just stems on. I don't I don't buy the bullshit that you wash it right because there's no way you don't wash it, just flies down. It's a cute well, some of these kids are cute. They're good looking yeah. people. Talk about attention horse. That's an attention whore type of thing, you know. But well, it is what yeah, it is. And if That's she, my smart. If if any of them want attention, they can come on the show and we'll 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 interview them and find out about the hairdo. I think that's great. I love that. All right. All right. That's our schmucks of the week. And fish, who are we gonna celebrate this week? Who's got the swag? I don't know why I've been for our 35th anniversary. We just saw Josh Jacobs last week against Seattle go through the basically the new tunnel in um there we go. Come on. So I want to show you a video. You know, this is our swag right here, okay? Right here. Let me show you if I could find the meme of this guy had it. I call this greatness. This is Bo Jackson, right? Yeah. If you were lucky enough to watch this guy play, he dominated. He did, a, he did a TV commercial for Nike where he had to play all four sports. He learned how to skate. Wayne Gretzky was the guy that taught him how to skate. He learned how to skate like a hockey player in 26 minutes. And then he dunks the basketball. You saw his accolades in football. Let, yep. let me show a, a, a great clip of him in baseball. All right, John, you remember the not talent. So Barcelak licks that one to left center field. Bo won the charge. Bo is there. Yo, the run that wall. <laughs> Bo. Get up that wall. Bo knows exactly what he's doing. Spider-Man. <laughs> I love it. They show it on the big. Now, I remember that. That was one of the great moments. Of, of of baseball back in the back in the seventies, was the seventies or the eighties? Well, like, it was the eighties because Chris Berman used to lead off Sports Center when to say he just couldn't get over. I mean, the guy the guy hurts his hip. He had the same hip injury that Tua Tagovailoa had, and, yep. and Tua came back within a year. When this guy had it, it was yep. end of his career. But he still came back on one hip and did twenty six home runs for the White Sox. I don't know if I've ever seen a multi-talented athlete like that. Deion Sanders is great, John. We talk about so I talk about Otani. What he's doing is fantastic. This guy's got swag because he just he, he played eight games with the Raiders and he played a full season with the Royals and he went to the Pro Bowl twice in eight games and went to the All Star yeah. game. Have you ever seen that, John? That's nuts. No, I don't think we ever have. No, um, Dave right. DeBusher was the closest one. He I think he pitched for the White Sox and then played with the New York Knicks, but. He never got World Series or anything like that. All right. Now we have our drink of the week, and no. we're going to toast Bo Jackson. And what are we sipping, Fish? Well, we toast Bo Jackson. And, you know, these, are all, these are all a lot of comments coming in. Deion Sanders is better than Bo Jackson. I'm not going to put that up there. Yeah, Deion Sanders is a great toast. Well, we're sip, this, is a, a, this is a shot. Okay. Green teas became a very famous shot. What is his? Jameson. Sweet and sour mix, and you put a little touch of peach schnapps on top. Now it's nice. the white tea. Okay, white tea is vodka. I prefer using Tito's. All right, same ingredients, same mixtures, sweet and sour mix, and um, peach schnapps. I don't drink. This is water, but I'm gonna do a toast to Bo Jackson. All right, and also that school in California, the Riverside School of Deaf, that won the state championship in Division Three A football, a deaf school. Went twelve and zero. I couldn't get any video of it, but we have to honorable mention. So Bonos and those kids, are, God bless. You. We toast you. Absolutely. Here's to them. All right. I'm drinking because I'm Irish. I. All right. Daily Fish Drink of the Week is sponsored by Shucks Tavern in Vegas. Great seafood and drinks in two locations. Head to Shucks Tavern on North Durango in the northwest side of town, where fish is overnight. All you got to do is say Daily Fish Podcast. You get a free drink. Do it the next day. You get a free appetizer. That's Shucks Tavern. Check out Shucks Tavern on Facebook. Again, folks, this is Daily Fish. We're on hey, Facebook. At Daily. Yes. Just a shout out to all the bartenders at Shucks Tavern. They're doing a great, great thing for helping uh, dogs, adopting dogs. Uh, to to, to oh, Ashley, nice. to Amanda, to Nikki, Josh, Jeremy, Michael, Chris, Karina. And myself, we have a the, the the girls have done a great job putting this together, especially Assy, Amanda, Karina, and Nikki, and Josh and Jeremy. But it, we we they, we were very big in helping dogs, and Chuck Tavern is doing a great, great, great philanthropy. Uh, philanthropy. Say the word, John. I can't do it. Philanthropy. <clears throat> right. Absolutely. I, I, oh, we, that's we, great. We love dogs. Sorry. Good stuff. How to get how to get stuff, that yeah. plug in? 
Yeah, and one of the one of the great charities the out there. Staff. I'm sorry, I'm gonna cut you off. The entire staff, also the servers, the cooks, stuff like that. Uh, if you go into Shuck's Tavern right now, it's decorated. It looks like dog heaven in there. It's so great. Pictures of everyone's dogs and rescues and your dog Nike. Well, Molly yep. was there, you know. Okay. And uh, Nike's right here. Nike, big, Nike was. A, yeah, Nike was a rescue out in Vegas too from the Heaven Can Wait hey, charity. So that's another one as well. Put on the show. All right, hang on a second. Get that dog. I, I love I love this dog. I, when John lived in Las Vegas, John's been in, in the Carolinas for at least 10 years. When I started hanging out with John, Nike was with us. Nike's got to be, what, 15 years old? He's 15, that yeah. Look at him. Yeah. Sweetheart. I mean, oh. And he's, uh, he's, he's a great testament to, uh, to the Heaven Can Wait charity out there. And uh, what they do is uh, they actually train the female inmates at Gene, Nevada, to train the dogs, so that really? when you pick up, when you adopt a dog, they've had two or three months of training, and it gives the inmates uh, a skill as well. And so he was part of that. So when we got him, I mean, he was trained. He was just great, and he's just he's just a ton of fun, aren't you? Can I ask you a question about that? That's that's a great thing you just brought up. Does that help rehabilitate the inmates as far as you know? Because they, they get a chance to bond with the dog. We all know yep. that dogs, that, that it, it, I hate cliches, but they are men's best friends and women's yep. best friend. And look how much joy, I mean, my wife and I have always had goldens. I've been married 33 years, always had a dog. It's always been a golden. But I know the joy you get out of that dog. And I, I have always said this, and I totally, I think you agree. If humans had the disposition of Nike and Molly or the, just the Labrador or Golden Retriever breed, we, might, we, wouldn't talk, we, have to, we don't have to go to our political bullshit coming up and talk about all the strife absolutely. and strength. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Hi, Nike. So, yeah. Can you say hi? Can you say hi? All right. I'll let you go back to sleep. Okay. He's hey, guarding you the should, house. You, should, you know what? You should keep him up there with you on the show. We're doing the thing with the dog. Yeah. So you should have him. But I don't want, I don't want him <laughs> nah, taking a nah. dump on your lap. That's the thing. All right, folks. Again, this is Daily Fish. We're on Facebook at daily.fish.5. Subscribe there. Also subscribe to us on YouTube. You can listen to us on Spotify, Apple, iHeart, Stitcher, and Amazon. Watch us on Facebook, the Myrtle Beach Golf Channel, Myrtle Beach Grand Strand Life. You can check us out uh, on Wingding TV and also on Hey Vegas TV. Check out our posts on Twitter and Facebook as well. It's under Daily Fish. We got a lot of news there for you. We give you a lot of stuff of what's going on in the sports and entertainment world. All right. Now. Got one. Okay. John, real quick. I'm going to cut you off real quick. Jeff Gruzelak. Jeff Gruzelak out of, wow, Pacific, California. I don't know that at, probably up north. That's Pete Peters. Thank you, Jeff. Pete Peters is the goalie in this picture. I didn't know that. I don't, I don't, did that guy even have a career? Wow. The, the, the Philly left. The Philly legends, I said, someone chime in. That's Pete Peters. I mean, he's in the Super Bowl, McGraw, and this and that. So thank you, Jeff Gruzelak out of Pacific, California. Go ahead, John. Sorry. Perfect. Perfect. Nope, that's great. All right, let's get some bets from the Daily Fish Hardline. Hardline is John Hardison. He has the Cost of Winning podcast focusing on fantasy sports and sports betting on Spotify, Google, and Apple Podcasts. But... Hardline did a Peter, Paul, and Mary as he's leaving on a jet plane today. And he did leave us, though, with his bets of the week. Let's go through some of them here, Fish. Tonight, Monday Night Football. The Bucks are three-point favorites over the Saints in Tampa. Hardline agrees with us. He says, take the Bucks and give up the three points. Give us your take. I'll, I'll, I'll do my imitation of Hardline. Imagine okay. I'm bald and I'm beautiful and I'm black. Okay? <laughs> I would say, you know... You know, uh, Chris Olavie and it's Olave. <laughs> but you know, um, I think you know, um, well, you know, oh, I love that guy. I agree. You know, he's having a great year this year. He did. It's funny. He texts me whenever he, he, he misses. He doesn't miss a lot. He did miss on the TCU Kansas State game. Yeah. We talked about it earlier. I, 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 I go, you're going to have to go through his picks. He sent them to you. And I'll make my comments on it, but I, I agree with the with the uh, okay. Saints and the I, 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 I got them right here. All right, uh, next one: Jets and the Bills. Now, to me, this this is going to be a real interesting game. I'm concerned that the Jets 
may have a little bit of kind of leftover enthusiasm after after losing that game uh, in Minnesota. Um, Hardline says take the money line. So I think he thinks the Jets are going to hold their own and maybe lose again uh, by a close one. So what what are, what are you picking on that one? I'm with them. I, I watch it you know, on the morning. They go back and forth. That Jets, the Jets were down a lot in that game, 20 to three, and they dominated that fourth quarter. Minnesota had a couple of good goal line stands. Mike White's playing great. I love Garrett Wilson as their wide receiver, their rookie wide receiver. I, I like the Jets. The Jets are in a mode right now because of the, the Bengals playing better and the Ravens, you know, uh, and uh, uh, I think the Ravens will be okay. It just came out that Lamar Jackson is not out for the season. It's only a couple of games. Tyler Huntley yep. will do well. They're in crisis mode, the Jets, right now. I like them in this game. Okay. So I, I did I goof up? Did I say the Bills or the Jets he was taking the money line? You said Jets. I like the way well, yeah, you, you, you. I got it wrong. I got it wrong. I got it wrong. I got it wrong. He said the Bills. He said take the Bills like and the, the money Jets. line. I like the Jets. Okay. You said, okay. All right. Cool. You All right. Know, you know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Dolphins and Chargers. Wow. The Dolphins are a two and a half point favorite. Um, and he's going Dolphins. What are you what are you picking on that one? Well, he doesn't know this. He made these pits because he's out of town. Um, they're doing some scans on Tua's ankle this morning. Yep. If he doesn't play, yep. then I have to go with the Chargers. If he plays, I think they bounce back. I agree with him. Okay. All the right. Chargers, the Chargers are not what that I mean. The Raiders just dominated. The Raiders should have won that game by three touchdowns. Yeah. Raiders. But I agree. All right. Uh next one. Vikings and the Lions. These these wow. This is you gotta remember Ooh. this this Woo-hoo. is our Lions team. And he's saying take the over 52. So he's not making a bet one way who's gonna win. Over 52. And you know, I, I gotta kind of agree with him after watching the Lions last weekend against Jacksonville. You gotta think they're gonna they're gonna put some points up there. If any team not named the Raiders are improving to the middle to the later part of the season. The Lions are terrific with that great win against the Giants. They look great on Thanksgiving Day. You watch that game, John, against the that, that could have gone either way. But then the blowout Jacksonville for it was a 43 to I forgot what it was. They look terrific. Yeah, I like the over. Oh, there's going to be points yeah. for a score next. I like that too. All right. Uh, real quickly, because we, we've been doing the last man standing at Shucks. Uh, what's what's going on there? You and I are out of it, unfortunately. Daily Fish are out of it. But uh, what do you got left? Because we got, we got what, six weeks left of the season? Or five weeks left of the Seven season? Seven people left. No one lost this past weekend. And we have two people that don't have a loss. So you, if, you, if you're one of those five other people, you need them to lose to catch up. So... But a lot of people took Cleveland, which is a good call because of Houston. But there's not a lot of teams you could take. It's getting interesting right now. This you're gonna you're gonna see it start to when it gets towards the week 17 or 18. It'll be two two people left probably. Yep. Okay. All right. Good. And that's out at Chuck's Tavern again. And that is the Daily Fish Hard Lines. Again, he's John Hardison with the Cost of Winning Podcast. You can find him here almost every week. Not today. He will be with us here. He's also on Spotify, Google, and Apple Podcast. Hey, hey, just to throw this out, folks, if you'd like to be a sponsor of Daily Fish, as you know, let us know because we'd love to have you on the show. Uh, you can email us at dailyfish1 at gmail.com. All right. All right. Now, let's get into a little bit of controversy here. We just talked about last man standing. Um, and Fish, you and I here at Daily Fish, we've we've kind of become last man standing in the podcast world, so to speak, because we are now beginning to get some really great audiences. And folks, if you're listening, thank you for watching us and for being part of the show. Um, but it's amazing how many people are really beginning to, because you're, you're seeing, you know, even while we're on live here, people are, are commenting and talking to us as well. So um, I, I, I think a lot of it has to do you and I changing the format. Yeah, kudos to you. It's a, it's a collaborative effort. We've been doing it since April 21st of 2021. You know, we're not seeing anything this, but we're getting this 4 million podcasts. Okay. For you out there, anyone out there listening or watching, go stream yard or go on any kind of platform you want, whether it's Twitch, and you can do what John and I do. You know, it's a lot of work. You got to put a show together, but it's a great way to spew and hopefully entertain someone and, Realistically, 
I want to be in. I'm in my pajamas right now. You can't see it. They're Raider pajamas, and there's a hole. Right. You know, Somebody's calling you to tell you to get out of your underwear. Yeah. Anyways, um, yeah, and it, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of work, and we we thank our audiences and people are coming. Here's things that's people commenting. I'll, I'll put you on there if it's not if it's if it's PG, you know a lot of people. The curse just because I curse doesn't mean you have to. Okay, I'm not gonna put you on there when you when you say fuck the Cowboys. I'm not putting it on the bottom over here. So yeah, that, that but it's a lot of fun. And the great thing about podcasts, last thing I'll say, so we can move on. There's two ways you can do a podcast. You can do it visually, this this handsome guy, and audio. And audio is the biggest platform you can do it on. So we we are, we're lucky. I don't like to take this visual stuff and transform it to a an audio medium and we're going to continue to do it i mean it's just a lot of fun it's a lot a lot of fun yeah it is and that's why i do it. it yeah well i'm, I'm enjoying you know? it with you buddy because just this is just it's it's been a ton of fun i think one oh, of the I interesting know. things when we talked about the about the format change when if, if you guys were originally with us when we started the show we we did this whole show where it's us talking and then we add a special guest in the end there and what we found was we got a lot of comments from all of you saying um Hey, no, we just want to hear you guys talk about sports and entertainment and the goofy controversies that you guys uh, come upon. And then other people saying, well, I really want to hear that guest and I have to wait all that time. So what we've done is we've split it up and you're going to see and hear different shows where we have guests. So, for instance, earlier I mentioned Brian Cranston's going to be on here January 12th with us. So we're going to talk to him not only about sports, but all the stuff that's going on with him. And we've done that with a lot of other guests. and We're going to do it again. Go for it. I. I really can't stand working with you. Uh, I, I like it because oh, you're a great host. Well, no, I, I don't I don't <laughs> like you at all. I, I like the fact that you're transgender and you embrace the LBGT community and the fact that you're John finally John finally took his he finally turned his vagina into a penis. Did you see how controversial he was last week? He was great. <laughs> I'm getting comments all the time. John was ripping the Christian right. John is one of these guys when he grew up. Look at this guy. I'm gonna put a bag on. It's a great bag. He's the most handsome guy on the planet. My wife first met him, too. I can't look at him. He's too good looking. What the who the fuck am I? You know, John's the kind of guy that grew up and had the potatoes, mashed potatoes, and pot roast Sorry. perfect. Leave it the beaver type of thing. And look what he's turned into. Why he's working with me, I don't know. I'm the If you do a schmuck of the week on this show, I'm him. Matter of fact, when I talk, you should just do this. And then when John talks, do this. <laughs> Uh, it's, it's a great, it's a great, we, we have a great time. Brian Hardline has been great. Every guest, every person that's contributed to the show has been fantastic. Okay. We, we, yeah. we decided to go more towards a audio medium and it's working. So let's move on because people want to hear about us. They want to hear about, we want to hear about how controversial John is. And John, when you had the penis attached, how, how did that work? Um, it's, it's a lot of stitching. So it's you you, you got you got to stitch a lot. All right, let's let's move into a little uh, political stuff because tomorrow we're talking here on Monday. Tomorrow and Tuesday in Georgia is the big runoff election between um, Senator Warnock and Herschel Walker. Uh, that is tomorrow. That's Tuesday again. We're talking here on on Monday. So uh, unfortunately, we didn't get Hardline to give us any uh, betting on that. But uh, Fish, what's your take on it? What do what do you see happening? He did. This is the big, biggest thing Hardline told me was this. Bet this. Okay. Bet when they do, do the movie. This is this is Senator Warnock right here. Look at this guy. Okay. All right. That's Senator Raphael Warnock. Keep a look. I can't I can't transposition too. Look at that, that face. All right. This is character actor and Larry David alum, JB Smooth. That's unbelievable. Yeah. That's the biggest yeah. okay. That's that. That's JB Smooth. That's Raphael good. Warnock yep. who said, if, if things going to happen, movie Dave or Kevin Klein kissed, uh, stood in there for the president and actually ran the country better than right. I mean, that's the best thing I can tell you. I'm hearing early results on a uh, you know, serious note. I heard that there's a little bit of a drop off with the GOP and Herschel Walker. And I think you told me this this morning that Warnock's got a sizable lead, but I don't believe the polls like you do. What do you think? Well, no, I, I agree with you. Uh, what and 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 again, what the pollsters are saying 
I would say the majority of them right now have Warnock up about four or five points. Um, you're hearing some stuff from the far right saying it's 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 a lot tighter or Walker's ahead. Um, I think one of the things that you, you look at is the uh, record amount of early voting. And that usually means a Democrat uh, is, is going to do better. So I'm, I'm thinking right now, um, you're just beginning to see a lot of Republicans who are beginning to run away from Herschel Walker. So um, if I had to if I had to predict, I, I, I think Warnock wins. I don't think he wins in a landslide by any means, but I think he wins by maybe three or four if I had to guess right now. OK, well, why why are Republicans moving away from Herschel Walker when he fit each? He's a minority. He's famous. And he and he is a part of that party. Why are they running away from him? I think just some of the things that he said, I think they realized that, you know, you, you just can't have somebody there who's going to be a representative in the Senate representing your party. And to be honest with you, you know, the very prejudiced people in the Republican Party, this is how they look at black people, unfortunately. So um, I I just I just I just see a lot of, you know, there's a lot of Republicans that that voted for uh, Kemp, the governor. That did not about two hundred thousand less voted for Herschel Walker. So are they going to come back out again? I, I'm I'm not certain, um, but um, that's that's a guess. And now could it change dramatically? It could, but I I just right now I if if I had to put money on it, I would say Warnock's going to going to win by three or four. Okay. We'll All right. Good. No. All right. So, so um, okay. Last topic of the day. Um, has Trump finally lost it? He he was calling for the Constitution to be suspended and to have himself reinserted as president. And I know we we get a lot of people on the show who say, why is Daly so anti-Trump? I'm really not anti-Trump. I'm just like, I'm against his ideas. And again, coming from a news background, when I look at different things uh, about what he says, what he does, and and what appear to be confirmed, researched reality, he misses the point. And for him to say this, to me, I think he's getting desperate. I think he knows the the legal walls are beginning to close in on him. What do you think, Fish? Uh, I agree. I don't think you're against Trump. I don't think a lot of people, when he was president, up until coronavirus, the COVID-19 hitting the country brilliantly, economically, okay? it's They asked President Trump, what was it like when you went through the transition with President Barack Obama, and he said it was wonderful. He was great. He goes, did he give you any advice? He said, yes, stay off social media. Well, he <laughs> said so that worked out. You know, Trump can't keep his mouth shut. And when you host Nick Fuentes and he, and you start making these kind of comments, you're like Putin with Ukraine. You're backed into a corner. What are you going to do? And it's I, what, what's what's going to happen is a lot of people that are I think in Republican Party are going to back off this guy. He's still going to have his base. You know, I, I, I'm I walking Molly this morning. Remember I'm telling you? And two guys walk up to me and say, how come you guys are so against Trump on your podcast? These guys are two USC graduates that are neighbors of mine that are fantastic people. So we're not against Trump. But we're, but, we're, but factually, I, I think that when you start saying things on social media and you start, it looks like you're, you're, you're parading anti-Semitism and, and hate got to be addressed you know i'm not saying biden's the greatest president i have a lot of issues with biden i can't stand politicians all right i don't know how you feel about biden biden came out and said i'm the greatest one of the greatest presidents of all time of course okay you're not i mean i don't know if there is a greatest president of all time um i'm not enamored with that position i don't know why anyone would want that job john i don't especially when you're older you know when you're trump's age and you're joe biden's age you should be playing golf. This is what you should be doing when you're that age, okay? Because you have money. You should own a football team and hang out with that product. That's it, all right? I mean, I don't – I'm serious. I, my mom always says – my mom goes, I'm 84 years old. I don't know what the – the stress of just trying to stay alive and enjoying life. I mean, is the ego that big, John? That's what I want to end up. Is the ego that big for these people that they have to do these – we need a president, you know? I'm, I'm always – this is going to sound horrible. I, I'm 62 years old. I'm always for the younger person. Whether you liked Obama or not, at least he was a man with younger ideas. 
and younger people around him. All right. And uh, you could be in your 70s and be a great president. You can. And I have been. But I, I'm, I'm tired. All, all of them. They drive me crazy. You know, Pete Buttigieg well, might I mean, be the best candidate out there, all of them. But he's not going to make it because he's gay. Well, we don't know. It's funny. We just had a sex change operation. (laughs) Uh, They're talking about... How are you doing? I haven't had a sex change operation in a long time. Chase, what's his name? Chase (laughs) Bono. Well, (laughs) Chase Bono just chimed in and said, (laughs) (laughs) No, really. I mean... We have to talk politics. It's help. It's helping our ratings, but I don't think any of this diatribe that is negative helps any narrative whatsoever. When you when you spew hate in any aspect, how could that help? Yeah, go. No, you're right. And you well, and one of the things, I'll give you the last. I'll give you the last four minutes. Go. Okay. So one of the things that, that I've learned through all of my research is the fact that the United States is very successful when we've got two things going on at the same time, where the individual versus the common good is a great battle. And when that happens, uh, and when both parties are part of that, um, we get individuals who can thrive, who can create businesses, but we also have the common good where we're taking care of people. And when that battle is really good, we do really well. And that battle has not done well for the last 15, 20 years. The individual is winning and the common good is not really doing well. Now, is it just us? No. I mean, we're seeing it worldwide because of there's changes in technology. There's changes in the climate that are causing some parts of the world. They just can't, they can't thrive. They, they can't make food. So you're beginning to see that. And we're, we're going through really dramatic and traumatic changes worldwide. And at the same time too, you're getting a lot of countries like China, you're getting Russia, countries like that who are becoming more insular, we're becoming more insular. A lot of the stuff that Trump did as far as trade goes, Biden hasn't backed off yet. And you're seeing the Europeans that are saying to him, hey, you got to start opening up your trade. So we're part of it too. So it's not just America. It's not just by America. So we're going through some some difficult times here. And it's, it's, it's really, really difficult. The problem is, is you, you've got a lot of autocrats out there and I'm not saying Biden's an autocrat. I think he's doing as much as he can. And I think we've kind of stepped away from autocracy with the midterm elections. Does that mean we're going to go back to it? We could. Anyway, go ahead. John, are we are, uh, you look, if you're only a couple of years older than me, you've insulated in America, like we talked about the soccer earlier, that we can't get out of the fact, we can't get out of our heads that soccer is more popular than baseball, hockey, basketball, or pro football, that we're so insulated that we don't know what's going on. I, I, I can't thank people I know that have no idea what's going on in Ukraine and Russia. They have no idea. Yeah. This is what, how I think. Yeah. I, I've, I've become a Debbie Downer since I've met you in a weird way. If India and Pakistan were to unleash their full nuclear arsenal on each other, we all die. You think any Americans think that other than me? But I think about that kind of crap. My grandfather yeah. now, I worry about what goes on in the rest of the world. You think, you know, give you the rest of the forum here. Are we that insulated and that decadent as Americans to think that we just run the show? Because we really don't. Not not anymore. We, we, we really don't anymore. Yet at the same time, too, we've got to come back to become leaders of the world so that everybody's included. And unfortunately, or I should say fortunately, the climate problem is probably going to help us try to bring more people in because there's, there's people in Africa and different places around the equator that are really going to be suffering. So uh, at some point that's got to happen and we've got to be more inclusive while at the same time too being leaders. Can we do that? It's a good question. We don't really know. It's still, it's, yeah. we still, we're still the greatest country in the world. The fact that Australia got direct TV and you can watch NFL in Australia, that's second. But we're still, no matter what you think about this country, I would rather do this with John Daly here because we can't do it in Russia or China or other countries. You know, we can't, we can't have this conversation. So, wow. Absolutely. Hey, all right. Are we having, are we having Brian Cranston on the show? Who, who is that guy? January 12th. Is, does he know anything about Dodger baseball? He does know about Dodger baseball, and he also knows how to make cocaine in a uh, in a mobile home. So that's exactly what, why why we're going to have him on here. 
And that's coming up on January 12th. So just keep watching for us. All right, folks, this is Daily Fish coming to you from Vegas and Myrtle Beach. Sports, entertainment, politics, everything in between. You can get us on Facebook, daily.fish.5. You can also see us on Myrtle Beach Golf Channel, Myrtle Beach Grand Strand Life. Check out Daily Fish on YouTube, Wingding TV, Hey Vegas TV, and listen to us on Spotify, Apple, iHeart, Stitcher, and Amazon. And also email us at dailyfish1 at gmail.com. Great show, buddy. Sorry we didn't have Hardline here, but we'll have him here next week. We miss him. And thank you, Chef Severn, for all you do for dogs and, and for people. And I, I know I sound self-serving, but when you do something great, hey, it needs to be looked at. Daily, love you, man. Good luck. Right back at you, buddy.